Wow, what is going on, people? Happy Wednesday to you all. Uh, I am Nick. I'm not, why do I keep introducing myself? I don't, it seems... Yeah, maybe, maybe I might change my name one, one episode. I, I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, downloading us, checking in, subscribing. I don't know how you're going about listening to us. Maybe you've stumbled across us on the internet. Thanks for stopping by. Um, joined by Chrissy. Chrissy, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm fine, honestly. I'm okay. Eh. Yeah, I'm fine. You know what? I'm really looking forward to talking to my friend Jonathan Bennett today. You know why? Because Jonathan's always in a fucking great mood. He's like one of the happiest people on the it's, planet. He's got so much energy, I need, it's contagious. I need some Jonathan Bennett uh, uh, uh energy in my life and yeah. so uh i look f- i look forward to you guys listening to jonathan just perk you up wherever you are yeah he'll to him. perk you're- you up he'll make you your creative <sighs> juices flow he'll, he'll get you gonna- going he calls me up and gives me pep talks it's 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 quite nice so uh that is coming at you in a- about a minute <laughs> i guess maybe two. maybe two but before that just make <laughs> sure um if you haven't heard uh I have this fun little project out on my new Patreon uh, headline titled Nick V Talks Trashy v- TV because we all love trash TV. We like to talk about it. And what's more trashy than my season of The Bachelor? And um, it was a, with the trash. <laughs> it was a fun project. I was like, oh, you know, what should I do? It's it, My season's available on HBO Max. For those of you who haven't heard yet and i you know quick and watched it and i was like you know it'd be fun to recap it i don't want to write a tell-all that's eh, i'm more of a podcast guy and then you know it's just like when you do a tell-all it's always in your point of view and i thought well what if i what if i asked some of the women to do it and yeah, sure, sure as yes. shit we had just started podcasting we all had a ton of fun it was uh it was real, real great so right now there's four the first four episodes are available uh angela Yes. Alexis, Corinne, Raven, some and they're all really really fun. I mean, yeah. I, I, Angela who I sent home night 1. She was, was, she was great. She was great. A lot of a lot of nuggets in there. Really yeah. sets it up. Uh and then Taylor's episode is going to be dropping in the middle of the month and then you're going to have the Jasmine episode's awesome. Jasmine going over why she choked me and she's got some some tea in there. Um Danielle Malpe, Rachel Lindsay and then Vanessa, that all comes out September first. It's just five dollars. It's uh, no commercials, just right through. It's just five dollars for the audio. If you want to pay an extra dollar, you can watch us. Yeah, it's like what? It's a dollar and a quarter. Dollar an episode. Uh, think it's less than what you would pay for an audio book, and it's like twelve hours of deliciousness. <laughs> of awesomeness uh, of awesomeness so check it out it's uh go to the link in my bio on my instagram you can probably find it or my twitter you'll you'll see it there um and i think you will find it to be wildly entertaining and uh worth your time and then when that's all said and done uh after those episodes come out we'll be uh recapping some other tv shows which you guys can even suggest what we recap oh, uh, maybe it's your i don't know maybe we do housewives i don't know maybe it's some trending things i don't know you're it's just gonna be my thoughts on all things tv and i think you're gonna quite love it yeah so check it out uh it's available now 
After you listen to this episode, obviously. <laughs> After you listen to this one first. Because Jonathan's, but... I mean, you're just going to want, just, oh God, Jonathan's such a delight. I need it. Such a legend. A Selfishly, bit. this is, this is an episode for me. It's fun. So I guess we'll just get to Jonathan. Jonathan, how are you, buddy? I'm great, Nikki. How are you, pal? I'm great. I haven't re- seen you in forever. I know. I miss you. I'm reading your bio that uh, Chrissy wrote for, for you. Oh, Chrissy wrote me a bio. I wish they wrote it. It uh, it starts with through his striking good striking looks. good yeah yeah uh huh it's great I don't know if I've ever been uh, described as uh, striking good looks I mean good looks yeah I mean striking, striking? is today striking you is... look particularly striking I, I do look striking right well you always <laughs> look striking it's because I'm in front of a giant window <laughs> you have that. Um, I met Jonathan through Chrissy at we met at yes, the Thirst Project. Uh, event was that the first time we met? Oh, maybe. I thought maybe you met through Ashley I'm and Jared. I'm trying to think. Did we? No, because when are we seated? You guys, when we because you interviewed me on the the first. Yeah. No, because you interviewed me on the the carpet at the Thirst Project with Ashley. But I feel like when I interviewed with you on the carpet, you already knew me. Like we already knew each other. We're like, oh, hey, well, what's I up, mean, Bob? I knew you because you're Jonathan. No, Bryant. I think we knew. I think we knew each other before that. But let's say Thirst Project. Okay. And I remember it was funny because I had to do the auction with Missy Pyle. And it cost me a thousand dollars. Yes, and exactly. And I cost you a thousand dollars. You literally because... called Hey, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, crowd, I guess I'm okay. So I'll say, well so done, Jonathan. I got, so I'm you're on, a bully. <laughs> I, I was I was bullying you into donating hundred percent. I was on stage hosting the Thirst Project, uh, the live auction where we auction off different wells, uh, to, you know, to, in different countries so people can have water. And we had to go around to different tables and it was getting to the final hour where I really need to close the deal and get some. So I just started calling out Nick personally on the microphone being like, I know you have the money to donate $1,000 right now. I know you can do it. You got this. You're balling. Give us $1,000. And I put him on the spot and he did it. But Nick... Think about all those people that had yeah, water. I was happy. I was happy to do it. Also, just sometimes you just need a little peer pressure, and it's good. I just am glad that when you want to get some and close a deal, you call my name. <laughs> now uh, that's how I do it for all my every audition, every meeting I have. I I leave with just handing them your picture resume. Yeah, I, 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 like I, oh, by the way, we're friends, and I just slide it across the table. I wanted to have you on, Jonathan, because you always seem to bring my spirits up with your. Uh, positive mental energy uh it's okay it's always great uh are you always quite like this have you always yes. been this way uh first of all i'm glad that i i say that as a compliment that sounded almost yes. like a criticism have you are, are you always no absolutely no 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 absolutely um like first of all thank you for saying that that makes me feel really good inside because i love being around you because anytime around you i it's literally like having like gasoline like put into your fuel tank you're like oh nick and i get lit up and i get so excited to see you um why so i don't i don't usually I don't have I've, you I, but I, you, I, don't, you balance that's me why. out because i'm more of a you're like a lower energy i'm low energy but there's something about your like you have a very fun wit and a very dry sense of humor that has such a fun edge to it a lot of the times when we're at events and stuff so i'm like ooh, i want to walk around with nick because Great. We're going to have some fun things to say. <laughs> like it's, it's always, there's like a little edge there that always, uh, kind of helps with my, uh, Truman show personality, if you will, uh, kind of balances it out. But 
yes, I've always been like this. Um, from the, always from the time I, I mean, there was a, I'll tell you that my first, my first year of college in acting class, I got, I, I got the nickname from one of the teachers at, of, I got the nickname from one of the teachers as candy cookies, hot wheels, because he, I would get so spaced out in acting class and just daydream and not pay attention to anything going on. And that's the teacher called on me one day and goes, so, Jonathan, what did you think about Jeremy's scene? Jeremy Bob, famous actor. He goes, what did you say? What did you think about Jeremy's scene? And I go, and I was just spaced out, and he goes, Jonathan? I was like, nothing, Jonathan? And he just finally goes, oh, Jesus Christ, candy cookies, Hot Wheels, Jonathan. And I, and I literally go, what? And so I got the nickname Candy Cookies, Hot Wheels, because I've just always been like a giant child, I think, and in a good way, in a good way. But I've always had a ton of energy. Even when you're growing up in a teenager and you like, everyone's like, oh, my teenager sleeps in all the time. 7 a.m. I was like up, out the door, ready to do things. I get it from my father. My father had a lot of energy. And I, you know, that you ever have that moment, Nick, where you realize you're becoming your parents? I've had that a lot lately. Yeah. And that I commercial? That it was a good thing. I don't have the, yeah? I, yeah. I'll have these moments. It's these moments where I'm just like, I stretch or like I scratch my head and I'll have this like, Weird or deja this. vu, yeah, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm my dad! What the fuck? Oh, you're your dad, and you scratch your arm." Yeah, or, or, I don't know. It, it does, I do these weird things, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "What the fuck?" I never thought I would like when I was younger. I was like, "How are you, my dad?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my dad was like shorter, kind of nerdy, and somehow he had all these like really tall, athletic kids. It didn't like make any sense, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, well, so, I mean, I, so then your, your brothers and sisters are tall and athletic then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm tall. So you, I don't know. You, you are, you are. So he had, so you realize you've become your father. And I think that happens a lot. Like for me, it was, I was walk, I was, when I was a little kid, I was petrified by my dad because he would walk up to every single person, whether it was the checkout person at the grocery store or the the coffee person, the, the Starbucks person, and he would have a joke for them or something like he would just walk up to people and tell them random jokes or like say something to get a rise out of them and make them laugh and then walk away. And I would always be, you know, when you're 14 little, when you're 14 year old little kid in Ohio, you're just like, oh, it's petrifying. Like you are mortified that your father is doing this. Cut to... James, my boyfriend, gets so embarrassed because he's like, can we just go in and not say a joke to someone? And I go, oh, my gosh, I'm my father. I've turned into him. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I see that in myself a lot, which, I mean, you know, I love my dad, so it's great. But it's just like a weird, it's like a weird feeling. I don't. I don't Where is he, Wisconsin? He's in Wisconsin, yeah. Wisconsin. Uh, so what do you, like, what do you do when you're sad? Like, you know, right now I'm mm. with COVID, quarantine, do you deal with, do you have anxiety? Do you deal with anxiety? Yeah. You do? I do. How? <laughs> um, yeah. I, so I do have a lot of anxiety. Um, I think Joan River, Rivers, there was a the famous interview from her, forget on what, where she showed her daily planner, right? And it was completely full every day, hour to hour, something she had to do, an interview, working, you know, project, something going on every day. And she said, this is when... I feel like I'm whole or I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, that's when she felt normal. It's the days of the calendar that were blank that gave her the most anxiety, which 
I've never identified so much with someone as when she said that, but you know, for me, it's a lot of times when there's nothing to do is when I get anxiety. Um, or when there's nothing to do is when I get depressed. Um, I've had a crappy, this past weekend was crap. I, I, I have, we have cabin fever cause you know, we're in Vegas and it's 116 degrees out and you can't go outside cause when it's 116 and the gyms are closed, like nothing's open. So what are you going to do? Like jumping jacks in your living room? That only goes so far, you know? And for me, you know, I think we've seen each other at the gym before, Nick. And also like, obviously from Instagram, everyone knows like I'm a huge group fitness person. I love that adrenaline rush and I haven't been able to have that in like months. And so that's really eating on me. And for me, I know this sounds super basic, but it works. I use the meditation apps and they work for me. They really do. I need to, I need to start meditating more. And I, and by I, more, I mean, I mean for, like at all, once. at all. <laughs> yeah. Just doing it once. Like I love for me, you know, it's, it's the biggest thing I learned is the acceptance of it's okay to not be okay. And once I acknowledge that I'm not okay, it usually goes away 10 times faster than it would if I don't. Right. And that's a big thing that I learned um, through therapy is just acknowledging the fact that you're not all right and that there's something wrong, but this is not you, right, Nick? So when you're, when something's wrong with you and you're having depression or you're having a bad feeling, you're having anxiety, in our heads, we think this is who we are, right? This is, I am this person that has anxiety. No, 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 no. You are separate from the anxiety or the depression or whatever's happening to you at that moment, right? So you have to identify that, oh, this isn't me. This is the shitty committee in my head. The shitty committee is doing something and that's not real. And so when we identify it and we put a label on it, then it becomes something else that isn't our head, right? It becomes something that we can focus and blame and say, no, no, that's you. This is not really who I am. Because it's not who you are when you get depressed or have anxiety. That's not who you are. That's just your shitty committee telling you that that's how you're feeling. So what I do is I just try to acknowledge it as soon as I feel it happening. And the quicker I acknowledge it and the more I acknowledge it, the quicker it goes away. Does that make sense? I think so. I'm just wrapping my brain around shitty committee. I really quite shitty committee. Oh my gosh. James uses it all the time. Like I'll come downstairs and I'll be in a funk and you know, I do get in a funk. Like I'm superhuman. I get super depressed. Sometimes I was depressed all weekend and I didn't want to leave the house. I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. So I want to sit here and he goes, it's okay. And I said something, he said something and I made like a comment that was like, nah, 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 like super snarky. And he's like, what's the shitty committee saying? And I was like, does that make me a shitty person that when you say you get depressed, it makes me feel better? No, that's okay. <laughs> that's like, okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. We want you to feel better. Like that's, that's totally normal, right? Like if, he can, what's it called? if he can, yeah. I can. Yeah. Then you're, you're, oh, yeah. it's like you're automatically giving yourself permission all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. If Jonathan Bennett has bad days and gets depressed, then I'm all right. Yeah, totally. No, I'm glad you do. And I'm glad I told you this. So that way, I'm glad you have the feeling of being happy that I did get depressed, because oh. then that will make you feel less crazy. Hold on, Jonathan. My uh, hydrate spark water bottle is lighting up, so I need to <laughs> oh, drink some water. Oh, wow. Your hydrate spark. <laughs> You've got to drink out of that. I need a... Is that one of those water bottles that tells you to drink and yeah. like lights up and it's like computerized? Yeah. Yeah. I want one of those so bad. Mm. Those are fantastic. Uh, I've seen them online. Use code V-I-A-L-L <laughs> at checkout. Stop. Stop. Can I swipe up now? <laughs> Oh, look, it's time to drink some water. My hydrate spark just lit up. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs>
It is kind of cool. That's right, baby. We can make it glow whenever you want. Ladies and gents, I am hydrated like never before because of my Hydrate Spark Steel, available for pre-order. I'll tell you what, I'm enjoying it. I'm staying hydrated. It's uh, lighting up. It does. It, uh, we can make it light up whenever we want. I'm taking it out. Kind of cool, it's just from your phone. Mi- in the middle of summer, sun's beating down on me. I'm a smoking hot, sweaty guy. But you know what? This cool beverage is delicious and it keeps me hydrated. Uh, it glows up. Like I said, you have a very easy f- uh, to use app right on your phone. Um, yeah, the app is super easy. You just download it on your phone, and then you connect your bottle to it. 24 hours of cold insulation? That's cold water for up to 24 hours? That's insane. For the Hydrate Spark Steel, if that's for, what you for get. For the Hydrate Spark Steel. Yeah. So, people, get hydrated. Get some steel in your life. Some Hydrate Spark Steel. But you can also get the classic, the Hydrate Spark 3. You can, if you want. But I tell you what, this steel... Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> so good it makes drinking water not a chore it makes it more fun the bottles sync with the companion app and calibrate to a personalized hydration plan bet you didn't think you needed a hydration plan no but you have to put in the the thing is you don't have to plan it does the work for you all you do is stay hydrated and your skin is supple your organs are doing great it's good for your immune system order your hydrate spark steel bottle right now and you'll get 20 percent off at hydratespark.com slash v-i-a-l-l hydrate is spelled with an i so that's h-i-d-r-a-t-e spark.com slash v-i-a-l-l don't wait that's hydratespark.com slash v-i-a-l-l for 20 percent off a hydrate spark 3 or pre-order the new hydrate spark steel bottle today not for hot beverages cold only because you know what you want that 24-hour coolness in your life i love that i can just make it glow while you're drinking true story i was on article.com today looking at looking at their outdoor furniture because i'm house hunting and and there's this particular house i'm considering putting an offer on but that's besides the point but if i do get it i'll tell you what you're getting article i'm getting some article outdoor furniture for my poolside patio they got some great stuff that's great. I got some great stuff for the outdoors. I got some great stuff for the indoors. I have an article couch You love already. your couch. Uh, I love my couch. It's blue. It's beautiful. And it is comfortable. Not and it was easy me, delivery, you said. But for my companion. It's, it's great. They bring it in there. I loved it, so I didn't have to return it. But if I wanted to return it, they, I could have returned it. They'd come and pick it up, and I'd pick something else. And tell you what, they make the whole process seamless, painless, and it's it's amazing. And again, they just have wonderful, beautifully modern crafted pieces. Uh, it's quality materials. I've had mine for I don't know three years now, and it's like brand new. And I nice. and I don't and I'm not easy on it. No, 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 no. I I break that in, especially during food quarantine. and stuff. Um, <laughs> With food and stuff, save up to thirty percent over traditional retail prices. Article is able to beat their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you, the customer. No showrooms, no salespeople, who needs those? No retail markups. The savings go directly into your pocket. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada, and it is free on orders over $999. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash V-I-A-L-L, and the discount will be automatically applied and check out. That's article.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 dollars or more have you heard of the manscaper oh also friend of the show <laughs> we just stole a whole is this like an all-star 
sponsor yeah, the show All-Star with Cat. Jonathan Bond. Uh, have, have you? Do we want to talk about how you are shave your, your balls? balls? <laughs> are your balls hairy? That's going to be our next episode, Nick. We're going to do it together. And we'll do it at the same time, and it'll be great. So you've just been, ratings through the roof. You've hey. been a, a a heartthrob your whole life, have you not? Stop it! <laughs> you mean this guy? No, but can I show you something that I just found the other day? Okay, back in the. Okay, so wait. Describe it for the people I... listening. Yeah. So okay, people... so for the people listening. I just pulled out my comp card book from when I was your model. 19. Your model. When when I was a modeling when I was nineteen years Some old. Blue steel in there. Blue steel through the roof, Nick. Look at this. Oh wow. Look at I mean, oh. come on, JC Penny's eat your heart out. Watch <laughs> out. Hold on, JC Penny. Come on, very, let's go. Very traditional. Comp. I found this from when who I was, who when, I was a when you were growing up. Who did people say you looked like, and like who did you want to be? I wanted to be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay. Well, I mean, but like... <laughs> oh, Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas. Oh, from Home, Jonathan, uh, from from home, home Improvement. Home, home Improvement. No, Home Improvement. Oh, yeah. Middle age. Improvement. You look nothing like him. No, but I wanted to be him. Usually it's like, someone like, you know, you have a, like a Tom Cruise kind of... No. Look. I was always wanting... To, I was always my own... Beat to my own drum on that situation because I had these eyebrows and I'm like, no one's... Like, who, who am I? Going to be Billy Zane? Like maybe that's it. Like, Billy Zane's a beautiful guy. Yeah, he's beautiful. Really Um. So yeah, I, I have I've not always been a heartthrob. I was a, and I'm thank you for saying that. I'm not really a heartthrob, but thank you. Um, I was a nerdy theater kid all through high school. Didn't play a sport. You, I was a cheer, so cheerleader. When, when you, you were a cheerleader. I was the mascot for the Rossford Bulldogs. Like I would dress up as the bulldog and go and do it because I'm like, well, I can't play sports and they won't let there be a boy cheerleader. When you say so, you can't I, play sports because you like, you literally don't know how. Oh, I've never kicked a soccer. I've never kicked a soccer ball in my life, Nick. I've never played. I You're can't a athletic stand guy. it. Can't stand it. I'm, I'm the most non-coordinated person when it comes with that stuff. Huh. It's awful. When we shot Mean Girls, we had to bring a soccer coach in. There's a scene where Did I you, a were you a jock? Ball. Did you play the jock? I forget. I'm sorry. I yeah, I played a jock. That's okay. Sorry, that's okay. But when no, we no, it's okay. No, I mean, a, I, I know the there, movie, but like I, obviously, no, it's okay. There's a scene where I kick a soccer ball into a net because I play soccer as my character, and they had to bring a coach in to teach me how to make that look decent for the shot. And the only shot I got in was one, and they used it. Like, they filmed me finally getting one in the net. They're like, finally, we got one. Let's go. Move on. You're a fun little therapy pill to be around, you know? Like, when you're, you know. <laughs> take the green one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want the red or the blue? I'll take the Bennett. Do you have class? Do you want to be a master? Well, master class is here for you, people. I assume there's, there's there's an obvious yes to both of those. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Masterclass is such an amazing tool. Listen, people, you're running out of shit to watch and content to yeah. digest. Why don't you do something that's productive that you can learn from? You, you can become smarter and you can save money by doing things on your own and have fun doing it. For example, you know what Masterclasses came out with something and I noticed it? I'm, I'm, in, I'm looking for a dog. I think I'm going to get a dog soon. I don't know when. I'm in the market. We'll see. But... <laughs> I do know this much. When I get a dog, I'm going to have to train the shit out of it. Yeah. And that's probably going to cost me maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, no. no, 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 no. Masterclass with Brandon McMillan has a dog training class. Yeah. Masterclass. The, the, the best 
the, I mean, in my opinion, the best dog trainer on the market is yeah. there to teach you his secret ways. And it's not like you have to spend tons of time like doing it. Like some of the things can only take like 10 minutes. You can like do it in like chunks. Think of the, it makes it Ser- easy. Serena Williams, tennis. Yeah. Spike Lee, independent <laughs> filmmaking. Jed Apatow, do you think? Do you think if you was like, hey, I want to go to teach a course at, with, and I want Jed Apatow to teach me comedy, like it would you, cost you, you would so have access to money. him. You would think he would go to like Yale or something. Are they have the Tony Hawk uh, skateboarding. Oh my god, they have so many. Like the best of the best people on Masterclass. It's a ton of fun. I love it. I go on there all the time. I'm I'm becoming a master with class in so many areas. A <laughs> master with class. I love um, it. I gotta say, uh, you, it's you're a, and it's so affordable. It's it's really is, and I it's a it makes a great gift. Yeah, it, and you're it, paying yearly what you would probably pay per like hour oh, normally. It's incredible. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access, unlimited access to every masterclass. And as a file file listener, you get fifteen percent off an annual membership. Go to masterclass dot com slash v i a l l. That's masterclass. Dot com slash V-I-A-L-L for 15% off your master class. Get class. Be a master. Ritual. They are on a mission, people. A mission to reinvent the vitamin industry, which obviously yes. is confusing. There's t- so many options. And how do we really know? It's what our body needs. Yeah. And they're committed to sh- in showing you their nutrients, where they came from, and why they choose it. They call it traceability. Traceability. You know, yeah. like the farm to table thing you hear about your food they're doing the same thing with vitamins now i'll tell you what that's a very ensuring thing yeah it's important because you're not necessarily getting all the nutrients you need from your food or your vitamins vitamins. because if you're not getting them at ritual how do you know yeah are they are there are they tracing it huh are you do you know what you're putting in your body well ritual wants you to know ritual clinical study of essential for women shows an increase in vitamin d levels and omega-3 dha levels uh, for obsessive readers, Ritual uses vegan-certified, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are out there for the world to see, to see because they believe you deserve to know what you are putting in your body and why. Yeah. Very important. And that comes with like a mint thing inside of it. So when you go to take your your vitamins in the morning, mm. if you don't get that like that like oily- like Want to take fish the- oil but don't want to taste fish? Yeah. They got you covered. They got you covered. Uh, 40% <laughs> of women cannot properly utilize this in- form of fosilic acid which i didn't even know that wow which yeah. can be found in many multivitamins this is why ritual uses folate in an absorbable form to help cover women's needs wow daily changes lead to big results so start small today ritual is offering 10 percent off your first three months try our satisfaction guaranteed go to ritual.com slash v-i-a-l-l to start your ritual today that's 10 percent off your first three months at ritual.com slash v-i-a-l-l but wait, Nick, can we talk about something also exciting? Because I Please. need to talk about this. What is that this thing in the, in the background? Okay. I thought you might like this. So in the background, if you're listening on the podcast, there is a green moviola in my office. There's only a few of these in the world that still work. And I have one. There's like 30 some left. What is a moviola? This is, okay. So a moviola is what they used to, is what they used to um, edit films on when, before things went digital, when they had to use film. Now, Nick, film is a thing that used to go on the camera, and you would you would use that to you know make your movies on before you would put them in theaters. And Nick, gonna, like... theaters, theaters <laughs> are what we used to go to and watch movies before Netflix. I know you're young, but and stay and, with me here. and Corona okay? for those. Yeah, exactly. All right, so this is a moviola. You used to put the film 
in here, and you would be able to look at it through this. You'd put the sound in here, and then you clock it down. Now listen to this sound, Nick. It's so good. Listen, ready? I hope it makes a noise for oh. people listening at home. Oh, it's going to make a noise. Just wait, guys, listening. Ready? Here we go. You know what sounds like? You know what that sounds like? You know when the when when they would play like a, a flashback from an old movie in a movie? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. How cool you know when that, they would play like a commercial, movie. like yeah, when they would have used to have like uh, news reports for movies. Yeah, it would start. That's what it sounds like. When did you get that? Yep. Are you a collector of of movie? No, things? that's a fake moose head too. That's from my dad. This was my dad was a doctor, and in his doctor's office, he had this moose head on the wall because all the other doctors would actually go and hunt and like kill things and put them on the wall, and he didn't do that, so he got a stuffed moose because he thought it was funny. Um. <laughs> I think it's pretty brilliant. Um, I got this from a director, Kevin Connor, who directed one of my Hallmark movies, I think. And he had two of them in his attic. And I asked him one day, he goes, I have movieolas. I go, can I have one? <laughs> Just flat out asked him. And he kind of took a pause. And then he looked at me and he goes, sure, my boy. Come over tomorrow and pick it up. It just sits and collects dust. I was like there at 8 a.m. I was like, please, please, please give me one of these because they're super rare to find. Are you usually that direct with people when you ask for things? 100%. I, when I met James, I was like, I'm going to marry you and this is how it's going to work. That's like we're going to get married. Like this is it. We're going out to dinner after this. Like our meeting was so direct and I was so completely just when I know what I want, I'm like, that's what I want. And I'm going to do anything to make that happen. And here we are three and a half years later. Do you do that off of people's like unfinished food? And like, oh, are you oh, gonna get that? If, if, I do. If Corona didn't exist, well, I would. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm not there's no shame in eating like half of a cheesecake that's still left on someone's table that didn't touch. Just cut that one piece off and like, you know, that the part where they bit and eat the rest. Would you okay. eat somebody's food from their like hotel, like outside the door? Would you, Chrissy? <laughs> no, never. Oh, that's like so James bad. won't even like James won't even uh... eat. He's such a germaphobe even before yeah. COVID, and I'm like the dog can lick me in the mouth. I'm like, ah, it's fine. He's like, Dogs baby, he mind. was just licking his balls. Yeah, but some of the food outside of a there's yeah there's something specifically gross about yeah. food outside of a hotel, like room. Oh. Um, Room place. service? Disgusting. Because you know the people that were there that were eating it were drunk. Because yeah. when have you ever ordered room They were service having sober? sex while eating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were definitely exactly. having sex. Well, so, Nick, how are you feeling, man, since the last couple of weeks? I'm are you better okay? now. What's going on? I'm talking to you. I'm now, we've, we've been roller skating a bunch. Let's talk about that. <laughs> well, the only person... Well, well, actually, there's a lot of people in this world who are better at me than what... what at roller skating roller but, skating uh your boy james is one of them mm -hmm. i remember when i he's met a james, national champion yeah i remember yeah. when i first uh when i met james he was interviewing me for in vegas for the slot machine that ben and mariah were on right i guess and he was like how's that feel to be a slot machine it feels good actually. i remember well, seeing that slot that's, machine that's in connecticut being it's, like what it's both good and bad it's like cool. I'm on a slot machine, and then like, pe you don't pe make people go. You? So you must make a lot of money from that. I'm like, not a fucking cent, <laughs> right? Because you know when you like first sign up and you're like, yeah. I'll sign yeah. your contract and like sign yeah, away sure, like yeah, all yeah, my yeah, rights yeah, yeah. and 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 likeness yeah. because like who gives a shit? I'm gonna go home night one anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. So they get all the proceeds. So for he that. was but interviewing you. He about was interviewing the slot me, machine. and and. Uh, 
you know, he's like, oh, so what are you up to? Like, like you know, up to now. And I, I wasn't really doing anything. And I was like, and I j- had just like basically busted out the roller skates for the first time in a while. And I'm like, well, I've been roller skating thinking I was like doing something cool and unique. And all of a sudden he was like, yeah, I'm a national roller skating champion. I'm like, well, I'll just go fuck myself, I guess. I don't, I guess I'm not cool. <laughs> like what? Of all the people I could have like been trying brought it to up to. brought it up to and try to sound cool. Uh, oh. He was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. You do spins now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Can you do a Batman? I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know the term. Um, but he, he's so obsessed with every time there's a video. So here's what James says. Anytime there's a roller skating Nick Vile video, he's like, oh, I really got to get my skates. Oh, I really got to get my skates back, babe. We got to get. And I've been, trying, of, like, I've been trying to get him There's a lot of flat, flat concrete pavement in Vegas, I'm sure. There's plenty of places. Uh, absolutely. Do you know the, the? I think you guys need to do a video together. The, oh, when, I'd love know, to come to LA. Do you know the young lady in Germany who kind of went viral in the yellow jumpsuit roller skating yeah. video? She. Uh, it was actually James. She commented oh. on my Instagram the other day. Oh. We are Indeed. following each other. I, I actually, oh, that I is felt like, probably special. so exciting. I felt More exciting to you than like. I felt pretty cool. I'm yeah. like this girl. Like the whole world knows she roller skates. They're all a fan yeah. of her. Gwyneth Paltrow's commenting on her shit. You know whatever. And I like people tag her videos to me all the time and i think some people have been doing that to her of me and here we are we're just instagram following each other and and oh I, uh, I was like i was a little flattered i felt it was no, like a, chrissy I, I i walked a little more upright the rest of that day yeah and i was like you know what that's pretty cool it's a small win yeah. it was a small win and i'll take the small wins right now he now well we're i'm gonna get james some skates because he's he's apparently fantastic i saw him skate when we went up to Ohio for Christmas, he's we like a to, figure skater on roller skates, right? We, he's like Adam Rippon on on roller skates. Yeah. yeah. Um. But can he is, dance that, though? Like all the like the jam skaters? Oh yeah. The but the problem is when you go to rent skates, they're not the real ones, you know. So he needs to get a real set. I keep trying to find him, but he wears size fourteen or something stupid size. So you can't find it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's a. Weird. And this is why we're getting married. <laughs> um. And so it's been it's been really uh, challenging to find him skates. So I'm going to get him skates, and then you guys will go do a video. Chrissy, you shoot some of his videos, correct? On uh, um, roller skates. She did the. Uh, I did one. I the, the when I did the uh, living with uh, the the hanging with me video of me roller yeah. skating. Yeah, Chrissy. but and by the way, usually I shoot those I, by I gotta, myself. But yeah. I, I needed. I was outside. Was like outside and I, to a little harder. People. So yeah. Yeah. Chrissy, is it just like watching a unicorn when you watch Nick skate in person? I feel like it's kind of like a thing that everyone needs to see once in their life, like in person Nick skating. Look, this is what I'll say about Nick skating in person. The confidence that he has while he's doing it. If it, if he falls, if he like whatever, he's got such co- he doesn't care that there's somebody in the corner that's like running with weights or doing something crazy or there's somebody else the only thinking, time I feel a lot. doing something else like crazy in the corner. It's like he's in his own world and he's just happy and he's confident with what he's doing and it's fun to see somebody have that much joy in something. Chrissy, are you in a bathroom? <laughs> Is that a shower behind you? Is that a glass shower? Where are you? Do you see her? You're in a bathroom. Oh, no, that's you a, make that's her do glass this glass from the toilet? Okay. Yeah. You make her do it from the toilet. <laughs> okay, as you sh- as you should be, as you should be, Miss Linquist. Um, wait, so okay, so we got to do that because here's the thing I want to say too, Nick, about your skating videos, and you know, Chrissy helps with them. It's so much work to make 
videos that you make, the ones where you're talking to yourself and doing all, because they're, they're hysterical. And as someone that creates content and makes stuff all the time, I know your listeners watch all of your videos and they love them because they're hysterical and you're so freaking funny, Nick, and you're so good at them. But like, I just make sure everyone listening knows how much time and effort it goes to make one of those stupid little two minute videos there. It's like hours and hours and days and days of like footage and editing. Hours. It's so exhausting. Now, but just knowing the but angles it's a, and figuring that out is like, it's so just by so yourself, much it's hard. mental yeah. work. It, so it, 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 um, we hours, just yeah. come, we just want to say thanks for making the videos because they make us laugh during quarantine. You know what? Thank you. Thank you for saying that does make me feel good. Jonathan, how's See? quarantine? I mean, you Are you still doing quarantine? Are you still doing quarantine? Hate coffee? it. No, so stupid. So dumb. Too much work. Like <laughs> a lot of work. The, that 15 minute show took nine to 10 hours a day to produce, get the guests, sign them up, write the thing, put that too much. I was like, this is exhausting. We don't have any life except do it. everyone's like, I'm in quarantine and I'm like at the pool. Just case of the Mondays, <laughs> like doing all this stuff. And him and I are just sitting there with like bloodshot eyes at our computer. Like, okay, I think this episode's going to get up today. I think we'll make it in time. Not worth it. We were like, I can't do this. So what are Not you up to it. now these days? Quarantine. Nothing. I do nothing. No. Um, uh, what? Oh, I just went and shot a movie called Harvest of the Heart. Nothing. Which nothing. I just is. Um, do you usually talk about that when you do movies? It's like whatever. I just filmed a movie. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> at this point, kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like I was at. I was, I, like you do so many different like TV movies and other movies, but I do a lot of TV movies, and I. <laughs> I was at the Radio City Christmas show and this little, this, this man came up with his daughter who was like 12 and he's like, we love your movie. And he like described a Christmas movie. And I looked at him and I couldn't understand a thing he was saying. And I go, I don't register what he's saying. And I look at my friend who's with me and I go, did I shoot that movie? He goes, yeah. I go, I did that. He goes, yes. I go, how was it? He goes, you were great. I go, I'm so glad because they all kind of blend into one after a while. Do you watch all your movies? No, God, no. Um, we shot a movie called Harvest of the Heart. It was in Oklahoma, and we were actually the first, count it, one, first SAG movie back since COVID. What was that like? So we were the guinea pig. We were the test, uh, test, test guinea pig. Um, it was, it was weird at first. Like, you know, you're used to having a certain camaraderie on set. You're used to having, like, you know, as an actor doing this for 7,000 decades now, like, you, are you expect certain feelings when you walk into hair and makeup or when you walk to your co-star's dressing room to like talk about stuff. Like there's usually this, like everyone's very huggy and like super excited. And you know, you're all, it's, it's like first day of school, right? Like, you know, first day of shooting movies, like the first day of school, you don't sleep the night before you're nervous the whole time. And then you wake up and you're like, yeah, let's go. Um, and you know, shooting this, it was just, you had to get used to the COVID of it all. Right. So you had to like stand in line and go up to a medic who like takes your temperature and then asks you a bunch of questions. And then you walk over there and you wash your hands and you go to set and like enter the set. Like so bizarre. You're on, you're wearing masks the whole time. Everyone's in masks and it was just a different experience. But here's the weird part. Once you got used to that, once you got in the zone of what the movie was and how this is just how it is now, it was fine. Like you kind of forget about all of it. It just becomes natural routine. And I think it was great proof that we can shoot a movie during COVID, 
It can be done safely. You can have a great experience and the product can turn out amazing. Well, that's, that's great. And, uh, glad, thanks for being the, the guinea pig to, uh, <laughs> he I mean, of course, though, like who, like think about this. They all sit around like, who should we get to do this? Like send Bennett in. He'll like, that's uh, we, we get Bennett. Like he'll go in like, like when they put the first monkey up into space, that's like, that's me just like going to set. What has been the uh, best and worst things about uh, for you and, and James about being quarantined COVID for all the people uh, stuck in relationships out there? What are some okay, things you've learned? What are, what are things you learned yeah. about yourself and your partner that it's been a positive thing? And what are some things that you've learned about yourself and your partner that have been a uh, potential red flag? Well, you know, there really hasn't been any negative things. And that's, I think... Uh, that's going to be so annoying, but all COVID did is make us realize how much we love hanging out with each other. Like we love being around each other. Like I annoy, I know it's disgusting. I hate Nick. I hate myself for saying like, I'm mad at me. You don't even have to be disgusted. I'm disgusted with me for, for going ahead and just saying it. But like, I, we have had so much fun and we love hanging out and uh, he's, he doesn't get annoyed with me. Like, I don't know what, what is wrong with him, but he doesn't get annoyed with me at all. He deserves it, a medal. Most, <laughs> he deserves, he deserves a vacation. Yeah. He deserves everything in the world. There's like, like a video of him minding his business. And then you like come at him with like Nerf guns and just shoot him. For no reason yeah. Whatsoever. So I got a bunch of, yeah. So I got a bunch of Nerf guns. And then whenever he's walking through the house, I hide for like, I'll hide for a good 30 minutes, like on top of something and wait for him to like come out of a room and just do, 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 and hit him and he's like like he just is so over it but um i as far as like people um i think it's okay to say if you need space too that's a big thing um if you need to be like i just need a minute um i will say i'm gonna go upstairs for a couple hours and watch tv you stay downstairs we never have to get to that point but we know it's available if it needs to be done i know we're annoying i know i wish i had more advice i have none any the uh... worst part of quarantine is the fact that we can't work out because it's too hot and I have cabin fever. Any, also, uh, I don't want to work out. Do you want to work out? Do you do work? Do you work out a lot now? I mean, I see you like you're doing all these like shirtless pictures and you know, just like look at me, I look so awesome, which is fantastic because you look great. But are you still working out this whole time, or what's going on? I've been staying active, but I, I haven't. I've been doing enough to maintain. Uh, that was my any uh, any uh, family planning discussions? Or do you guys want to be parents? You know, it's, it's, there's, you guys there are nesting a, and you're like, there was a trajectory. Yeah. There was a trajectory of what we wanted to do and it all kind of got a little mishmash with COVID. So, um, do you feel like family COVID is down is in the, in it's in the, it's in the future. We just don't know how distant the future. It doesn't, it does. Do you feel like most people, how was it for yourself? Did it push it out or did it, did it speed it up your desire to, have a family. Oh, I mean, push. I mean, it's sped, it's sped it up for sure. It's just logistically like what's available and what things are shooting and film, you know, it's just more of a logistics thing than it is um, a desire, you know, um, like a lot of the shows that we're supposed to be shooting aren't shooting right now. So kind of got to wait till, you know, things happen correctly to be able to do that. Um, but yeah. I definitely love it. Like yeah. if we had little, little kids running around, I'd love it. So yeah. So, you know, in the future for sure, um, and it's just a matter of, you know, right timing and what's going on in the world and you name all your the kid craziness. Nick or Nikki? 
uh, it'll it'll be Nick Nick uh, Nick Chrissy. Nick Chrissy Nick Chrissy knows best that's the new show coming to TNT or whatever network that is that does it um but you know what a fun Nick you know what a fun thing to do during quarantine is cook from cook from my burn cookbook what's the burn cookbook you ask Nick well let me tell you about it the burn cookbook is my unauthorized unofficial parody cookbook for Mean Girls fans, because it's not the burn book. It's legal. Burn is that your legal legally. out? Yeah. Legal, legal, legally out, I have to say that. Um, and in this, it's an amazing book. It's a cookbook. You can order online. Go to burncookbook.com. Um, you can make things like Gretchen's Wieners. You can make Fettuccine Alfredo. You can make It's Not Regular Guac. It's Cool Guac. Oh, you There's made that for me. Hat- it was bomb. It's so good. There's a whole happy hour section in here where you can make different um, different cocktails from our, our happy hours from four to six cocktail chapter. There's the two gate of function Cosmo. There's there's a cake made with rainbows and sprinkles so we can all eat it. When did you do happy. that? Is it, you wrote that? You did I did there? this two years ago. Yeah. So this came out on October 3rd, two years ago. Um, me and uh, Chef Nikki Martin from Food Network came together and made this book. It's a parody cookbook for Mean Girls fans. It's got a bunch of puns, different games, and behind-the-scenes stories. There's things what we call fetch facts in it that kind of give you behind-the-scenes facts from the film. It's the perfect gift if you have any of for any of the Mean Girls fans in your life. This is the perfect gift for them. Um, it's basically the whole movie is about people sitting apart from each other. You can't sit with us, right? So the whole movie was about that. And this book. Uh, I kind of flipped flipped the narrative and said, "You can sit with us. It's made for people to like come together, watch the movie, relive some of their favorite moments, have some great nostalgia feeling, and then make the recipes that go along with the movie with their friends, have some wine, like have a. It's the perfect girls' night in, is what it is. So if you're listening and you love cooking and you love Mean Girls, the Burn Cookbook, a parody cookbook for Mean Girls fan fans, is available." Um, real recipes to feed your inner plastic is what we call it. Mm. So check it out online. It's super fun. Did you, when you, when Mean Girls came out, did you yeah. think it would be the hit that it was Absolutely and not. just the longevity? I mean, it's- no, it's the weirdest movie to be a part of. I'm not going to lie. Such a strange film, right? Um, it, when, when it came, when we were shooting it, we were just a bunch of kids in Canada shooting a, this like Tina Fey movie, like, Oh, you know, the people from Saturday Night Live are making a movie with Lindsay Lohan from Freaky Friday. It's going to be big, like go shoot it. So we did. And we didn't know it was going to turn into what it was going to turn into. But the reason it turned out so well is because I think Tina Fey's amazing writing. I mean, obviously my acting was phenomenal, Um, but, but Tina Fey's amazing writing, um, it kind of kind of stood the test of time and spanned all the generations. Like, you know, my 65 year old dad from Tennessee loved it just as much as my 13 year old niece that loved it. Because if you've ever been to high school, you identify with the movie. Yeah. Cause every high school, no matter if it was your, our parents, their parents or like the generation now, all high schools are the same. There's all the same clicks. There's all the same. There's, there's always going to be the popular girls. There's always going to be, you know, the jocks, the, you know, the nerds, the theater kids, there's always going to be those, stereotypes if you will in high school and it's always a traumatizing you know moment for all of us in high school because of that and so there's part of it that always identifies with the movie and the reason it does so well is they took a serious subject tina took a serious subject like bullying and made it funny 
right? So we didn't have, I mean, we had bullying, but we didn't really have bullying until post Mean Girls. We had it, but we didn't know what to call it, right? Bullying existed, well, but it kind of yeah, got I don't a think huge... we knew what to call it, but we didn't, it was maybe like it made it more of a national, it right. brought it kind of, of awareness to it. It brought awareness. We to almost it, right? accepted like it as a part of as a rite of passage right. in high school, yeah. as opposed to something that maybe we should be like, no, hundred percent. Like when I was a little gay kid in Ohio and would get beat up every day, every day, and get picked on, I would go go and talk to the principal and stuff, and they wouldn't do anything. They're like, ah, toughen up, <laughs> like just put on a thicker skin, you know, show them who's boss. Like that's the like type of defense I got as a kid, and so. What Tina did was took a serious subject, and by making it funny, it's easier for audiences to, audiences to digest it and actually listen. Instead of like, this is a problem. It's like, look how funny this is, but also there's a message, right? And that's why I think the movie works so well. Um, it's, a, it's a strange movie to be involved in. It's, it, I mean, do you keep in touch with a lot of the have, cast? Yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, I talk to Lindsay. I talk to Danny. I talk to Lacey. I talk to Amanda sometimes. We all keep, I mean, the cast is really close. Like we're all pretty, pretty close. We all love each other. Like the cast says, cause we all kind of went through this weird, like this weird moment, right? We had this movie that all of a sudden became this thing and we're all kind of bonded from it. Like we didn't expect it to be this. It just turned out this way. Um, so it's definitely a weird bonding moment for the cast. So we're all, I mean, we all love each other and keep in, keep in touch with each other pretty, pretty extensively. I've done like five movies with Lacey Chabert, so. Like, plus it was referenced for Karen culture, so that's kind of like it came yeah. back around again. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was like referenced for Karen culture. Cyclical. Yeah, yeah. So we, it comes around a lot. Do how many people yeah. tell you your hair looks sexy? Push back, like a million, you? one million, one million, <laughs> one million, <laughs> one like million times. People like quote that movie. Um, to your wait, face can all I? Time. Can I? Wait, can I just read something from the book real quick? I want to just <laughs> read the opening um, here. Wait, hold on. The opening of the book says... Dedicated um, to Nick... <laughs> okay, ready? In, in honor of my good friend Nick Vile yeah. and Chrissy Lindquist, may this recipe behoove your soul. I don't know. Um, okay. So I said in the opening of the book, I say, I know, I know that before we go any further, I should probably answer some of your questions and just get them out of the way. So here we go. A, no, I don't hang out with Lindsay Lohan every day. B, yes, Rachel McAdams is just as amazing and cool as you'd hope she'd be. C, I'm aware of what day it is. It's October 3rd. D, yes, I know my hair looks sexy pushback. <laughs> e, no, I'm not good at math. There you go. So those are my, that's how I start the book. Like, let's just get these out of the way so we yeah. don't have to go over them. Do you like that? Do you like, because like, I mean, we've, I've talked about yeah. this before, but like being a part of Batra Nation, you get a lot of the same questions. Uh, right. But I feel like your movies are revered in a lot of a different way. It's a no. I mean, here's the thing, Nick. It's an at the end of the day, whether it's something like Mean Girls or Bachelor Nation, it's all the same stuff, right? It's all the same. It's all the same thing. It's just part of pop culture, and it's important, and it's an honor to be involved in something like this. Not many people in our lifetimes get to be in the things that we get to be in, and um, the fact is. Shows like The Bachelor, movies like Mean Girls, all, all the big pop culture entertainment things, Big Brother, whatever it is, they all make people happy and they all give people something that they can tune into to let their brain digest and relax from whatever stresses at work they're having or stresses in life or family or health. It's a place for people to come together 
let their guard down and watch and be entertained, right? And so that's what we're doing. So even though it's, you know, it's pop culture, it's The Bachelor, it's Mean Girls, it's still important because it's important for this, for this outlet, for people to have this outlet. And the fact that we're get to be involved with them is an honor and it's also really, really cool. And so that's why, you know, people said, do you ever get sick of it? And I'm like, no, because name a movie that's, that people like more than Mean Girls. Like Star Wars, obviously, yes, there's amazing movies out there, but this is, this movie is more than, there's, there's, I mean, but this movie's like more than just a regular movie, right? It's like part of people's lives. Like it's a weird movie where people like, they quote it, they write it, they like text their friends it, they use the gifs. Like it's part of the way they talk, they use the quotes, they like, it's in their life and it's such a beautiful thing to be involved in. Final thought was when my dad had brain cancer and was passing away, I went out to Applebee's with him. And Applebee's is my favorite restaurant, by the way. And I went to Applebee's and we were having dinner and I knew it was going to be the last dinner probably that we would have out of the house as, Hmm. you know, a family. And we're sitting there, the two of us, and my dad was always a big fan of having like the waitresses or whoever take pictures with me because he got such a kick out of it because he was so proud of me. He was so proud. He carried around pictures of me and my movie in this car and pull it out and show it to people. So cute. So much fun. And we're out at dinner. And the waitresses, you could tell were circling. You know what it's like, Nick, you're out at dinner and all of a sudden they start circling. One of them does one of these things where they look and then they run to the back and then another one walks by and they look and they're like, yes, you know what's about to happen. And my dad encouraged the photos to be taken. He goes, yeah, you want a picture with John? Come on over, have a picture with John. And so I come over, they come over, I take a picture with them and you know they go off and it was great but i was so stressed and under such mental anguish because of his sure. you know brain cancer and him dying soon that i blew up at him right and i was like dad can we just have dinner like normal people and just like not take pictures with every single person and i like stormed off to the car and i didn't have the keys so <laughs> he had the keys <laughs> i had to wait <laughs> by the car um and then he comes walking out and he understood right he was an er doctor so he understood what i was going through and he goes john Look in that window. And I looked in the window and inside the window, those three girls were huddled in the corner and they were, one of them was physically crying and the other one was shaking and she was on the phone with her mom. Cause this is a small town in Tennessee that no one ever goes to. Like all of a sudden one of their favorite movie people was in their restaurant. They were flipping out and she was literally had tears in her eyes and the other girl was shaking and they were just like jumping up and down. And he just goes, when was the last time you ever saw someone that happy? And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. And that's when I realized that Mean Girls was more than a movie. It was a part of people's lives. And so that's why I embraced all of it and leaned into it. Because you know what? In this crazy world of all the crap that's going around, at least the little things I do with this movie and with the character that I got to play might make people just a little bit happier. It might just lighten their day a little bit. And if that if that's what it does, then I'm happy to do it. Also, shout out to your dad who uh, took the time to kick you in the ass and show you some perspective yeah, right? and he was yeah. dealing with that right? uh, yeah. life uh, what a, what i know great man um do you have time for a little game called do you know me jonathan before we let you go yeah what do i do you uh just <laughs> you just be honest jonathan okay go it's real simple i'm gonna ask you a series of questions don't give the answer right away we're gonna guess we're gonna guess the answer what we think your answer is going to be so who which okay. of, which of us know you better really is the point go if you have an anecdotal story to go with it feel free but you can also just yeah, okay. answer yes or no do you know me with legendary thespian jonathan bennett 
Did Jonathan get kissed on New Year's Eve this past year? Yes. Did Jonathan... Well, Chrissy was there. He was hosting <laughs> New Year's Rockin' Eve, which, by the way, bucket list. I would like to to to, to work that with you, Jonathan. Yeah, anytime. So, well, you know, great. I'm glad you're in. And then son of a fuck. Yeah, great. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, yeah. I kissed James on New Year's Eve yeah, in Times Square. Right. Yeah. No. But, you know, maybe you were working and, you know, maybe you were focused. No. On- no, no, it's in my contract. Like I'm like the only thing is James has to be able to be there at midnight because I can't be anywhere else because I have to you know host New Year's Eve. So like I need him to be close to me so that way I can kiss him at midnight. And that's in my contract. All right, question number Next, two. That's a baller move. Next question. Does Jonathan have a recurring dream? Hmm. hmm. He's very creative. I'm gonna say yes. Me too. I don't have a recurring dream. Ever? No. Not, not, not I don't ever? Reme- I don't remember my dreams. I barely remember them. How do you not? Have, I have a series of recurring dreams. They, they might happen right. once a year, but yeah. I've had the right. same dream multiple times. Do you ever like wake up Is and go back about... to sleep and it continues? That's... Sure. Oh. Very Joseph and one technical dream code. One recurring dream I have is like I'm either back in high school or back in college, and it's like the end of the semester. And it's like finals, and I never went to class. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know shit, you know? <laughs> and I'm about to take a test, and I haven't been in the entire class the whole semester. And it's just like, um... That's very Van Wilder of you. I'm going to Dream Dictionary that shit as soon as we're done. <laughs> yeah, Dream Dictionary. Well, I mean, clearly it's about, like, probably putting things off or, or you know, yeah. having, having shit know. to do or I don't know. Okay, next question. Go. Uh, Can Jonathan name five of the seven dwarves? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Sneezy, sleepy, grumpy, doc, dopey, bashful, happy. Okay. Wow. Next question. (laughs) Has Jonathan ever dropped his phone in the toilet? No. No, but I had a couple of close calls. Well, I'm glad you oh. gave me a chance to quickly say no before Oh, you. sorry. You guys have to answer first. Sorry. So, no. no. Question number know. four. <laughs> Was Jonathan ever the first person to say, I love you in a relationship? Absolutely. Being the guy who just tells yeah. people what he's feeling in every given moment. I was. I have been the first to say that I love you, but actually in... Um, my relationship with James, uh, he was the first person to say it to me because I was too scared and he said it. And then I started crying and fell down on my knees and could like, was on the stairs, like shaking. And he thought it was a bad thing. And it was because I couldn't even muster the words to say it to him. I was so nervous. And I'll be like, honest. You- if I told the girl I loved her and she got down on her knees and started I'm bawling, out. I'd be like, all right, I, she, <laughs> I never mind. Like- <laughs> yeah. And he thought it was bad. And I was like, no, I just love you so much. I love you too. Like, I was, okay. yeah. I was a mess. Good for mess. points for James. <laughs> yeah, points for Yeah, James. he's the best. James gets so many points. Uh, he gets all the points. Last like, question. Yeah, can Jonathan do 25 push-ups? Yes. <sighs> no. Yeah, I feel like he can. Sorry. I, I feel mean, like you've been doing I those can, push-up challenges. But I'm not Dude, going you're to. You're like, like that's a soul cycle instructor or... Right? Maybe it's not Soul Cycle. I don't know, but 
You're a cyclist instructor. I've been to one of your classes. Yeah. You're um Yeah, I do. I enjoy fitness. You're very ch- but yeah, yeah, you're not- you're very you're a better friend. You went to one of his classes. I did go one of those classes. And I dominated, by the way. You did. You did very good. Yeah. Um you'll have to come back. I love doing those. Uh, I don't know if, you know whenever those things come back. Yeah, yeah. If that ever happens again, probably not. Uh Jonathan, anything else you care to plug or put out there? Let the people um, know what you're doing before we say goodbye. No. I mean, I think the most important thing anyone can do, like we're in such, you know, such crazy times right now, there's so much going on in the world and I know it's really stressful. And I think the thing that everyone can do to make it just a little bit better for everyone is to follow me on Instagram. (laughs) I think, um, where can people find you? Jonathan Jonathan Bennett. Jonathan D. Jonathan D. Bennett. Yeah. D. No, I'm kidding. Everyone stay so Yeah. My middle name is David. Jonathan D. Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, no, in all seriousness, they weren't being serious. Seriousness. Don't um, follow me on Instagram and, uh, Buy your no, that's book. it. Just, uh, <laughs> hydrate you know, remember with, it's okay. Uh, hydrate. It's <laughs> hydrate a- with that and, uh, make sure you manscape and also remember that it's okay to not be okay. Okay. Jonathan, thanks okay. so, so much for cheering up the audience with your energy. I, I love you. Uh, say hi to I James for me. Um, if there is nothing else, I, I can't wait to see you in person. And uh, until then, I stay safe and, and uh, good luck with your future uh, success and all your movies. And I'm sure many more to come. I got hopefully. Thank you, Nick. Holiday, I can't wait to we have watch some you holiday skate. movies coming up. Hopefully. Oh, oh, honey, I, we got some holiday movies coming out. And what about out. the holiday and cooking forget, wars? Yeah, ha- right? Halloween, Halloween wars on Food Network. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, I appreciate it. And as always, guys, I appreciate uh, you listening. Don't forget to uh, send in your questions at asknickatcastme.com. Cast with a K for our Monday episodes. And if, uh, if you're just tuning in to listen to Jonathan, we do some great things on Mondays giving relationship advice and and saving the world. So make sure to check that out. And if there is nothing else, we will see you on Monday.